0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Good afternoon and welcome. The fallout from the Jody Wilson-Raybould affair is spreading, as is the damage to the Liberal government. Later this afternoon, the focus will shift to the House of Commons Justice Committee. Yesterday, Wilson-Raybould resigned from Cabinet just minutes before we went to air, and that shattered the Prime Minister's assertion from the day before that her continued presence in Cabinet signaled that she was not unhappy with the government. Well, last night, he made a statement about it all, actually blaming Ms. Raybould, saying that if there was anything untoward from his office, she should have come to him, and she did not. The scandal began, of course, with a report in the Globe and Mail alleging that when Wilson-Raybould was Attorney General and Justice Minister, the Prime Minister's office pressured her to drop the criminal prosecution of Quebec giant SNC-Lavalin in favour of remediation. And the suggestion, of course, is that her failure to comply is the reason she was demoted. From Minister of Justice to Minister of Veterans Affairs. Now, as a talented Indigenous woman, Jody Wilson-Raybould takes a lot of boxes for this government. It says reconciliation with our First Nations is a key plank, as is feminism and gender parity. So, I want to know: Does all of this resonate with you? The numbers to call: 416-360-0740, toll free one. 1- 866 740 740 And now we are going to Isidore Day, who is a former regional chief of Ontario, and he's the founder and CEO of Bemadzwin, which is a private company, and also Jason Leader, who is president of Enterprise and a conservative strategist. Welcome to you both.
0: Good afternoon. Good to be here. Yeah, thanks for having
1: us. Okay, Isidore, let's start with you because I think there's been quite the reaction in the Indigenous community to this.
0: Yes. So I I think, uh, first and foremost, uh, this is a a two-sided issue uh, with regard to this being an issue of political integrity. And and obviously, for the Indigenous uh, community across the country, uh, this certainly has shattered hopes that uh, the Prime Minister and the Liberal Party... Uh, you know, have this, uh, uh, you know, uh, this this called interest, and uh, no better relationship than the one with the Indigenous people. That's been shattered. So there's there's a couple major things going on here, and we're watching quite closely.
1: Okay. And uh, before we move on to Jason, the, the Prime Minister has said that the project of reconciliation is a lot bigger than one person. Uh, do you buy that? I, I, I
0: actually don't. Uh, you know, this is this signals. Uh, you know, at, at the heart and in crux of, uh, you know, government, you know, this has been a, a huge step forward to have somebody of this caliber of Jody Wilson, Jody Wilson. able as part of uh, not just the Liberal Party, but, you know, a very key cabinet person. And, you know, this really speaks about the, uh, the, the political integrity and the, the rule of law. And, you know, somebody like Jody Wilson uh, will certainly always do the right thing, will always be on the right side of the law. And if this is the, uh, the incongruence that we're seeing come out of the Liberal Party, uh, it, it certainly has a, a huge uh, uh, concern for us now. And, and you know, this is, uh, you know, the, the one time when, you know, the Prime Minister can work hand in hand with uh, somebody uh, of this caliber and, and certainly has, has shut them down and it's pretty much laid the blame on them. And that doesn't bode well for, for us. And, and certainly the fear and anxiety has just increased with this government.
1: Jason, leader, uh, how bad is this for the government?
2: well i mean you you heard Chief Day right there, and that's just one angle of this, right? It's a huge angle, but the Prime minister came to came to power saying two or three things as his core proposition. Number one, I'm nicer than the other guys, number two, I'm going to take the politics and the partisanship out of ottawa uh number three, I'm going to fix the relationship with uh with our first nations and indigenous folks number four i'm going to, uh, I'm going to run a feminist government, and you look at every single pillar of uh, what the Prime Minister promised he was going to do. And they're all sort of weakened or shattered by this by this scandal. And you know, you're sort of going to bat. It's the same old liberal stuff, right? It's the sad part is, listen, both parties get into trouble. And I, I don't actually want to make this about partisanship, but it's the same old sort of the the, the knock against the liberals is, oh, a Quebec firm gets you know sort of a, a nice a nice sweetheart deal, uh, you know, in an omnibus bill from the Liberals in the back rooms of Ottawa. Same old story going on. Indigenous uh, woman, you know, speaks out, she's fired or demoted, and then she has to quit, and then she's blamed by the whole thing. You sort of put it all into context, and it strikes at the heart. And he just looks, the other thing about the PM, he's got to get control of this, because he just looks weak right now, and he looks, uh, you know, like he doesn't really know what's going on. His issues management and crisis management have been terrible. They haven't owned up to any of the things that have happened. And I think, you know, to get their hands around this, this is not the kind of a fatal blow um, because they've still got lots of brand equity, but he had better get a hold of this soon. Otherwise, he's going to lose control even further. And I think, uh, you know, somebody might have to walk the plank in his office as well.
1: Well, that's, I mean, I don't want to get, Uh, inside baseball here, but one of the things, one of the names that keeps coming up is his principal secretary, Gerald Butts, and there are a lot of people who think that ultimately, Gerald Butts will have to go, and there, uh, we were talking to Pierre Pauly yesterday, and you know, he sees uh Gerald butts as as the kind of backroom Rasputin who is really running the whole government i I don't know if that's entirely the case jason
2: <laughs> i've known I've known Gerald Butts for a long time, and I think most you know most people that have been around Ontario politics and and federally have been and I will say this, and I understand where Pierre's coming from but you know it's sort of a cop out to give Jerry all the blame on all of this stuff. You know, the knives are out for him. I see that in Ottawa. It's I think that much is clear. But the truth is, uh there's only one prime minister, and that's the guy whose name's on the ballot, and that's the guy who's supposed to be running the country and supposed to be running the office. And you know, his office has been out of control for the last couple of years, and it's up up to him to fix it. And you know, for some reason, he seems unwilling or unable to. And uh, you know. I, I heard Chief Day uh, at the beginning of this interview, and I got to say, like, remember that was one of the core propositions that Mr. Trudeau said: "Is I'm going to fix this, and I'm, we're going to we're going to we're going to we're going to have a better relationship." And he's damaged that uh, possibly irreparably.
1: Uh, interesting, uh, the timing in all of this, Chief Day. So here's here's my theory. You, you tell me what you think. I. I I thought that the last straw for Ms. Wilson Raybould was was on the weekend when the Prime Minister said, "I talked to her and I confirmed with her what we said in a conversation that there was no pressure." Do you think that was, in fact, the last straw for her? Uh,
0: I, I I think it was. I, I think she's seen the writing on the wall. Like, uh, listen, Jody Wilson is no slouch. Uh, you know, she she went up against some some pretty stiff uh, opposition and criticism. And I I was one of the ones as a First Nation leader who was very uh, skeptical of of her going, uh, you know, to uh, walk within the the federal government. And, you know, she said to all of the chiefs that she wants to make change from within. And I I have to give her kudos for the courage and the decisiveness and and the way in which she, you know, in a very savvy way, she actually walked into government and, and she secured a very high level position and again i think she took uh she took a risk and uh, i just want to you know make a statement here uh jody wilson will be nobody's victim here on this issue Uh, she knows very well uh you know what's happened she's navigating with uh with a very very thoughtful approach to this and uh, she's got the backing of not just indigenous people but people from across the country so i think this last straw thing i think she's also watching uh the court of public opinion, and uh, she certainly knows what uh, her responsibilities are as as somebody with integrity.
1: One of the things uh, in the you know it came out in you know from quote sources in in some of the press, and something that happens to women, let alone Indigenous women, is is that suddenly there were people whispering, "Oh, she's so difficult. Oh, she you can't deal with her." Uh, what do you make of that? chief day
0: well listen i i don't uh i don't think you'll ever hear uh jody use the uh the gender card uh and she very will seldomly use the uh, uh the race card either like i think she was uh totally committed to walking into this government and, and continuing to work uh you know for canadians and indigenous people alike across this country and i i, I don't think uh uh this whole gender piece yes it's going to become an issue it certainly is something that as, a, as a, a matter of incongruence uh, from this Prime Minister. But you will not see Jody Wilson-Raybould uh, use the gender card. This is going to be uh, based on principle. It's going to be based on political integrity. And I think what we're going to see is somebody take the, the bull by the horns here and, you know, uh, she will be somebody that will, will want to navigate this to the end and uh, find resolve that is, is not just good for Indigenous people or, or women, but for Canadians in general.
1: Uh, Jason, uh, you know, I think Andrew Scheer just spoke uh, just before we went on air, and I thought he he hit the nail on the head when he said that Justin Trudeau is making himself to be the victim in this. Uh, and if not, it's certainly some kind of victim blaming. Does, does that make the prime minister look weak?
2: I think, I think it really does. I mean, one thing that people do demand of their leaders is to take responsibility for the screw-ups, right? People... People will forgive screw ups. People will forgive, uh, you know, uh, mistakes, especially at the staff level. What they won't, uh, forgive is this kind of, uh, victim blaming kind of thing, especially from a guy who was, you know, for years, sort of hashtag believe women, hashtag feminist, hashtag government, you know, kind of thing. And, and I, re- I and I, I agree with everything that uh, Chief Day just said, by the way, on the issue of the way Ms. Raybold, uh, Wilson Raybold will conduct herself over the next little bit. But I think it was a low point uh, for this government that they had people that they're spinning on background that, uh, that Ms., uh, Ms. Wilson-Raybould was difficult to work with and all the sort of old you know, cards against, uh, against women in leadership positions. And given what they say they are, um, you know, in this PMO, as we all know, it runs a tight ship. It's very disciplined. And it shoots down anything out there immediately that they don't disagree with or that they disagree with. The fact that they didn't step on that message and and defend her publicly and her right to sort of be who she is, I think that tells you everything you need to know about sort of Justin Trudeau's feminist government and the people that are running it.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Uh, One thing that I'm wondering about, and we are going to get to the calls in a minute. uh, I'm just wondering how much this is really something that is resonating in Ottawa, resonating among our First Nations people, but, but maybe not so much in the general public. Is it a matter that, that it, it hasn't quite picked up enough steam yet, or do you disagree with me? Uh, Jason, let's start with you.
2: Let me put it this way. Um, people are talking about it in a way that they don't generally talk about this government. So that's the difference between this. The only real times that this has happened, um, with this government, were his vacation to um, to the uh, the briban Island, the India sort of debacle, and this one. These are the only times when people were sort of snickering at the government, sort of saying, "How are they going to get out of this one?" Uh, kind of thing. So, you know, you go through, you go by a coffee shop, uh, you know, Bob Feist's story stories on the front page, um, people are sort of raised eyebrows. So, I will say, there's a little bit of a difference here. The one difference with this scandal as well is the longer it goes on. Uh, it unites the NDP and the Conservatives, and it gives Jagmeet Singh a little bit of a boost, and it also gives Andrew Shear a bit of a boost. So long term, I actually think that's the that's the the what where this scandal is going to going to be going. So it hits at their core, but it also gives both sides have something to say. So Jagmeet Singh sort of says, "Here you are, giving your giveaways to your corporate interests, liberals," and and Andrew Scheer sort of says. You're a hypocrite, Trudeau, and now you're blaming. You know, you're making yourself the victim, and so both sides sort of aiming their guns inside on them. It's sort of the perfect scandal for the Conservatives and the NDP, and that might be the long-term or medium-term implication of this for the for the Liberals. Is they gave a little bit of life to the NDP when the NDP was dying, and uh, and the Conservatives they gave they gave Sheer a little bit of a, a chance to find his feet when he's been
0: struggling to connect as well.
1: Is Norday? How do you see that?
0: Yeah, I, I I I go back to this notion of the omnibus bill and the. Uh, uh, the sneaky way that government sometimes puts uh, small pieces of legislation in for political interest. And we go back to the Harper government and, and remember what happened back then, you know, with the omnibus bill and, uh, you know, not know More. Uh, make no mistake, I don't know More is not dead. Uh, this is something where Indigenous people are saying, listen, we, we accepted and we were quite willing to work with uh, this notion of a sunny ways. Now that things have gotten. You know, to be stormy times in the relationship with Indigenous people. I think that you know th- this will be a new generation of uh, young people that are going to say, "Listen, this is one of our own. This is an Indigenous person who was quite willing to, uh, you know, put her neck out there, and then basically this is how she was treated." Uh, but beyond that, I think this is something that it-, it resonates with everybody. This is not. This is a truly a non-partisan issue. This is uh, an issue where. This is about political integrity. And it's, and this is, you know, the government's now having to deal with somebody who understands the legal apparatus of government. And Jody Wilson-Raybould has uh, taken the position that she will, you know, seek out the proper uh, advisors and she will do this properly. So I, I think this is just about to ramp up and, uh, you know, the, the, the political high stakes uh, Uh, issues uh, moving into an election. This is going to ratchet up and then we'll see just where people are in terms of reconciliation and, uh, you know, the importance of the Indigenous community across this country.
1: Okay. Hang on, guys. Let's take a couple of calls. We've got Joyce in Scarborough. Hi, Joyce. Hi, Libby. I want to say I support Jody 100%. I like, (laughs) it's been a long, long time. I have uh the PM has no in- integrity. There's um rules for the rich and rules for the poor. And guess what? I'm a white senior and like what voice do I have, but thank God for Jody. And I hope she <laughs> I hope she brings uh the, the liberals down. Okay, Joyce, thanks for that. Thank you. Okay. Um, before we get to our next caller, is I'm wondering if so far, it's a question that uh, people who uh, already don't like the Liberal government if this just confirms it. But uh, do you guys think that it's actually turning people, Jason? Uh, I, I, yeah, well, go ahead, you should... Jay, Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I, I I I think this is uh you know in its normal course. I think the uh, people have been watching the Liberal government. I think the Liberals are are actually falling on on a number of policy commitments. Uh, The kind of big one that they pushed through was the cannabis file. But if you look at the uh, uh, Indigenous file and the issues, uh, you know, the the rights recognition framework, uh, you're looking at uh, boil water advisories. uh, There are a number of commitments that they've made so far, uh, you know, that simply have... uh, uh, our our indigenous community uh, looking and, and taking a second thought about supporting the Liberals again. So, on that on that plane of, of support, uh, I think it, it's it's slipping quite uh, rapidly. And I think in in general, uh, if uh, a government is questioned uh, with regard to political integrity issues, you're certainly going to see uh sliding support. So, I think the Liberals are are uh, having uh, uh, some some troubling times ahead.
2: Yeah, Libby, I just wanted to add one thing. I hang around with a lot of liberals, you know, little liberals that are around in sort of my life circle. And I got to say, you know, usually when something like this kicks up where they're arguing and they're giving as good as they can get, and, you know, we're sort of, you know, laughing about it and stuff like that. There's nobody laughing about this one. They're all looking at their shoes. They're embarrassed. Uh, they think it's gross. And, and, you know, you, you know, you're seeing, I don't know if you saw it last night and, you know, Chief Day, I'd be interested in your position on this, but, you know, uh, Jane Philpott, who I believe yep. is probably the most the most the most uh, competent of uh, of Trudeau's ministers. I, I believe she's top drawer. You know, she tweeted out a photo of her and Jody Wilson-Raybould last night. I'm sort of saying, like, thanks for everything. Uh, great working with you. Great leadership kind of thing. That's the kind of thing that tears the Liberal Party apart. I mean, this is this is a very respected member of caucus, somebody who Justin Trudeau, one of his star candidates, probably his best minister. And she's out there last night, the day that Judy, Jody Wilson-Raybould quit, saying, I'm with you, Jody, in one way or another, sort of indirectly. And i got to say, that kind of stuff, liberals are noticing. Liberals are
3: noticing.
1: Okay, well, let's hear from Julius in Scarborough. You uh, disagree with that, Julius. Hi, Julius.
3: Well, i got a, I got a certain point of view on this. And, uh, yes, it's a scandal, but it doesn't fly with the uh, register, with the every, everyday uh, you know, Joe Lunchbucket uh, uh, population. Because I consider this a, a, a scandal for the, uh, the media, the boardroom corporations. Um, not many people know this company. The name is even bland. Oh, no, no, Nobody no. no. I'll, I'll have to cor-
1: correct you there that, that people do know this company, especially in Quebec. Well, in
3: Quebec, of course. But here's the thing. The uh, liberals have a history of getting by a lot of scandals, as witnessed in uh, the province of Ontario with McGuinty and uh, Wendy. They kept getting reelected despite their scandals. And, uh, you know, there's a tipping point eventually, but it hasn't come for that in this scandal for uh, Trudeau. And I think, I think the biggest problem with this one is that's going to come out is that uh, Justin has ticked off the native Indians, our natives.
1: Well, we can hear uh, that uh, he definitely has ticked off our First Nations people. Okay, Julius, uh, fair enough. Thanks for that. And by the way, Gerald Butt, he's a Machiavellian. Okay, well, uh, I'm as. Signing as, off. <laughs> as uh, thanks. As Justin uh, was, was uh, sorry, as Jason was saying, Justin is the Prime Minister. A lot of people have their sights trained on Gerald Butts. Yeah, think so. Machiavelli. Okay, let's go to thanks. Tony in Niagara. Hi, Tony.
2: Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Good, good. Well, first of all, I want to say Jody was a star for the Liberals. It's too bad uh, this all happened. Uh, this. Uh, Trudeau guy. Like, everything is a double standard. Like, he always says, rule of law and everything else. But what about the two hostages we have in China now? What are they thinking about all this? This is serious.
1: Uh, I I agree with you that this has ramifications with that because we're telling the Chinese that that, uh, the justice system and politics are very separate, and uh, this shows exactly that maybe that's not always the case. We have
2: two people there. If not more, we don't know. And, you know, like uh, the Chinese are pretty hard on these kind of things. So I really think that Mr. Trudeau should resign, step down, and he can always go work for the UN they love him there so it'd be the best thing for him
1: okay tony well we'll relay that to him uh jason and Isidore, i think this is going to affect that whole china file do you agree
0: i i, I agree i think uh there's a lot going on here and and as we you know uh, almost can't see the forest for the trees on other issues uh certainly if you look at the political landscape and where the liberal government has failed to deal with uh you know the 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 administration south of the border and trade issues uh uh you look at the uh the RCMP uh uh you know arresting all those uh um, you know protesters and the purchase of the trans canada pipeline there are a number of very unorthodox and uh very reactive ways that this liberal government has addressed issues and And I think on a on another kind of a global global uh, view and a national scene, I think the liberal government, uh, you know, is being called into question in a lot of other areas. So the culmination of uh, uh, distrust and uh, lack of confidence, I think, is going to be something that will get behind this particular issue, and and this will be the one that breaks the camel's back. I think, you know, if it's not addressed, if we don't, uh, if we see something that is going to be incriminating in this investigation. And again, if it goes further, then uh, this is certainly, uh, uh, again, as I said, from sunny ways to uh, stormy times for the Liberal government.
1: Jason, one of the things, I mean, I guess uh, there are some, I don't know, um, just uh, blurry lines in this because... We know that there was a, quote, vigorous discussion in cabinet and uh, among various people about this, about whether SNC-Lavalin should be prosecuted, and we know that there was a lot of lobbying. So I guess the the question is going to be, did that cross over into, quote, pressure or undue pressure? Is Is, is that something that's going to be easy to prove I guess
2: yeah you had a you had a caller earlier that talked about how difficult this is to uh, translate to sort of regular people who are busy with their you know everyday lives and I think that's the piece of this that is very very difficult and frankly because we focus so much on the soap opera of you know uh, Jody and the Prime Minister and you know what's happening and is Jerry butts and th- that sort of gets lost and the fundamental facts here right are uh, a law was brought in, in, in when the, in the, during the Harper government that provided for a 10 year cooling off period for anybody that was caught bribing anybody around the world. There was a lot of debate about that law as well about that, those regulations and then and then you know sort of effectively they tried to repeal it through the back door using this, uh, using this, this method and whether or not that catches fire, it's hard to, it's hard to um, describe to somebody. And I think that that's, you know, there's nothing wrong with snc Lavlen sort of, you know, everybody's everybody's allowed a defense lawyer. Everybody's allowed to protect their case. Everybody's allowed to take their case forward. The question is, is the government okay doing it? And to your point, it's not whether or not you think you pressured Jody Wilson-Raybould. It's whether or not she believes she was pressured. And we're going to hear from her, I suspect, in the next number of days, depending on what the Supreme Court justice, who she's hired, tells her. But the problem is, it doesn't even matter what you think, Mr. Trudeau or Mr. PMO, whoever you guys are. The problem is, if she felt pressured, and she, I'm, I'm surmising that she did, given her action, uh, that's sort of the last word on it. And, uh, you know, that's that's where the the Liberals have put invested so much political capital in, and um, supporting and believing women who come forward with this kind of allegation or different kinds of allegations that they're hoisted by their own petard.
1: Okay, I, I want to take a couple of very quick calls. We've got Paul in Lake Erie. Hello, Paul.
0: Hi. How are you, Libby? Your
1: Great. You're on the air. Quickly, please.
3: I'm a, a voiceless old white
2: man, nonpartisan. I figure all politicians are the same. This is an, a,
3: a wonderful opportunity, uh, finally, for Indigenous people long being discriminated against i believe a prediction that
2: uh, jody raybold could run for prime minister and that, that would be i think a wise thing to do is our choices are limited and we would finally have a voice finally truth in our government the time has come quick enough thank you libby
1: okay Bye-bye. we'll take one more very quick one alan bradford hi al
2: hello hello Yes. Our, our, my prediction is that our friend Gerald Butts is going to step up to the mic in the next few days, do a mea culpa, uh, take the blame for it all. Trudeau wasn't notified. He didn't know anything about it until after it was done. And the party across Canada will be back where it was. People of Ontario will clap their hands. The Liberals already have Quebec any day they want to call a vote. They will win back Ontario because most of Ontario don't like Gerald Butts.
1: That's OK, okay, Al, thanks for that. OK, uh, that's all the time we have on this one. But, uh, you know, this thing is not going away anytime soon. Thank you so much to our guests, Isidore Day, former regional chief of Ontario and the founder of the Madzuin and conservative strategist Jason Leader. Thanks so much.
0: Thanks for having us. OK, yeah, thanks very much. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.